Katjana, as parents, we tend to worry a lot about um, our children and how effective and affecting online schooling really is. In your opinion, um, what does that picture look like? There is a huge concern by parents and the medical allied health community about the impact of online learning on kids. Um, from the parental perspective, of course, there's a huge impact on their academic sort of futures, right? So we're dealing with, for example, sort of older kids who have kind of gotten used to the face-to-face sort of uh, learning style that is, you know, what the normal day-to-day is, mm. now having to adjust to this very, very different type of learning most of them in a very crucial time of their of, of their you know academic lives right so mm. some of and I have so many kids who I'm working with who are in their final year like their form five or their year 12s uh, having to suddenly cope with this new type of learning and so it's not given these kids any time to adjust uh, to kind of acclimate to the situation so definitely there is a huge impact um, I, I don't know if uh, you guys are aware of kind of what happened with the last batch of IGCSE students so the Cambridge exam board was kind of just trying to figure things out and so kids um, were uh, being told that they wouldn't be allowed to sit for exam for an exam instead the teachers would be submitting uh, a predicted grade based on their performance the year before oh my god and that would then become their IGCSE results um, oh, and, wow. and you can imagine how this affected, you know, all of these kids who were like, wait, you know, I thought I had another year um, to, to make up my grade. Um, and then there was an extra complication where when the teacher submitted these predicted grades, uh, the Cambridge board then made sort of an assessment based on those grades. So kids were not even getting the grades they were supposed to get, but more what the Cambridge board thought they were supposed to get. So it was a real mess and it's completely understandable given that you know schools and institutions around the world are just trying to figure things out on the Mm. heels of covid but these are irreparable consequences on our kids right that they're gonna have to deal with and so on that side of it there's definitely an issue um i i feel so much for parents and teachers who are having to figure this out on the fly uh because it's causing a lot of impact on them as well Mm -hmm. so um, and then from a from a sort of mental health perspective and also from a from a uh, medical perspective we're worried about the impact of this constant device access or screen time on our kids um, for hours and hours because mm. you know mind you the guidelines are saying that kids between the ages of um, about two to about seven or eight shouldn't be getting more than like an hour or two of screen time a day right and then kindy's like half a morning yes you know and now it's like half a day yes. you know um so and and we we now have you know research that indicates that excessive screen time impacts upon kids sleeping schedules it impacts upon impulse control development it impacts upon speech and, and uh, socialization mm. so yeah it's it's not an ideal situation absolutely but you know given the circumstances it's something that a lot of schools have had to resolve. Yeah, but I mean, everyone's just trying to figure things out right now. Mm. Yeah, right? yeah. Everyone's just trying to figure it out. And it's it's a really, really sensitive topic because I feel for the teachers. I understand they're doing their best. But at the same time, these kids are really, really struggling. I don't know any of my any of my clients who are taking to it well. Yes, my, my son definitely isn't and struggling with it as well. Yeah. Um, 
you know, one of the things also when you think about online schooling and you talk about screen time is it's not just about kids at school from sort of morning till afternoon. And then in the case of like my son, the only thing that de-stresses him is gaming, which unfortunately is more screen time. Yes. Um, a lot of parents I know and I've been reading also in the papers have been talking about the fact that their children are not actually at school online. They're YouTubing, they're gaming, they're actually, Mm. it's not just about sort of finding online school difficult, they're completely disengaging um, and have no interest or or even fear about, um, Mm -hmm. you know, not engaging, uh, no matter the parents' wrath, you know, um, or frustration. So, you know, is that a a whole new sort of, I guess, issue we have to be looking at Mm -hmm. as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think the thing about about online learning is that it takes the supervision out of it. It takes the the one on one interaction out of it, and so kids are going to you know notice that hey, you know, if I'm not paying attention uh, in this online class, I'm getting away with it more often than if I if it was happening in class itself, right? Um, you've seen all of these. I've seen all of these articles online about hacks that kids have developed on how to make teachers think you're online. Oh, yes. yes. I hear them. all yeah, about yeah, them. Yeah. You know, right? <laughs> and so some of them are quite ingenious, actually, yes. you know? Like, more so, like evil genius guys. <laughs> yeah. Coding but geniuses. It, like, my son, yeah. I won't say what he was telling me about this morning. I was like, <laughs> I said, I don't pay your school fees to do that. <laughs> you shouldn't be knowing these things, but yet, you know? And so it goes to show that it's just pr- providing a very simple platform for kids to just kind of slack off, right? Um, And instead, it's kind of giving teachers and parents extra work because you're going to almost have to reteach everything that they're learning because they're probably not uh, paying attention as much, right? Um, I kind of put myself through that. So a few weeks ago, I had to do the online marriage course, which was like nine hours staring at a Oh, really? Nine? Oh, my God. All right. Nine hours. That's how to do it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started at 9 a.m., ended at 6 p.m. And um, you basically stare at a screen and your camera is on, but... Having gone through that, because I've never been someone who's been online for that long, it's difficult. It's really, really challenging. And remember that as adults, we have a lot better attention span than kids do. So I was sitting there kind of supposed to be paying attention to this course, but instead kind of just reflecting on how my clients are coping with online learning. (laughs) Because it's like most of the time you have half the screen on on some type of presentation or some type of screen and then your face is on the side and it's just so easy to kind of just lose track of things. So, um, you know, it it unfortunately falls on parents and teachers to be able to understand that, yes, we have this tool courtesy of technology, but the kids are probably not learning as much. And so there has to be an extra layer that's implemented. And I think that's kind of where things fall a little bit short. Katina, how then can we ensure that our child is getting the best out of his or her education during these times? Mm. I think the first thing is communication, right? So, I mean, it's about whether you're communicating with your child or communicating with the teachers. I think that that communication, that teamwork is really, really important. Um, I tell all my parents, all my clients that I'm working with that phrase, it takes a village to raise a child is no, is so applicable now more than ever. Right. And so communicate with your teachers to sort of just get an understanding of what your kids are learning. Right. So that you're able to kind of assist if, and when you need to putting all of that on your child and expecting your child to be able to know what they're supposed to do, keep on top of lessons and do all of that is a, is a challenge on a normal day and even more challenging given what's going on right now. So 
I would say the best thing that we can do is to communicate, right? I'm, I'm hesitant to kind of tell parents that you have to commit to sitting next to your child every single day doing homework because I understand that we have work from home stuff. We've got all kinds of other stuff to deal with. So I would say the best thing that you can do is make sure that you have an open channel of communication with your child and if, if at all possible with your child's teacher, So that that way you can all kind of collaborate and understand where your child is supposed to be and your child can come to you if he or she has any challenges um, and just kind of, yeah, start from there. A little while earlier, you were talking about the sort of the the, the mess that is the IGC, um, SE, the and yeah. um, I'm sure uh, other boards as well are, mm. are going to be going through this um, mm. problem. So, you know, taking into account All of it, you know, screens are bad, don't have screens, um, every part of that. What would be your advice as to what parents should be focusing on that they then can communicate? What's important for parents to be communicating no matter what? I think for if you're communicating with your child, the first thing should be not to have your child feel bad with the fact that they're not getting as much from the online learning. One of the complaints that I hear often is, especially from children who are generally generally high achieving, these are the kids who are normally getting A's in class, are struggling because this is not a method that they're accustomed to, right? And so I have kids coming in here really, really distraught because they say that they go an entire day and they feel like they haven't learned to think, right? And so what I would say to parents is to emphasize that it is a different medium, that it is a challenge, and that we are not expecting you to be able to absorb everything and entire day and so acknowledging that you might not understand a particular topic or that you're not entirely sure what the teacher said is okay right and that we're going to try to find a solution and to try to figure out how we can maximize upon it some kids just cannot learn virtually right and to expect them to do so is is unfair right so this is where communicating with the teachers and having that channel of communication might be helpful because you could for example ask the teachers for a printed version of the slides they're going to present, have them send it to you via email, via PDF, um, so that your kids have it in front of them in paper rather than just staring at it on a screen. That could be something that's helpful. Um, or to have, I had one of my other students talk to me the other day about getting sort of the, the, um, the term topic sort of lesson plan so they know kind of what topics they need to cover by which date. So things like that might actually be helping your child learn if your child is not someone who just, you know, can focus on the screen for hours and hours. So to parents, just emphasize to your child that we are not expecting you to be robots. We're not expecting you to be able to, you know, absorb everything just from watching. If you have a challenge, it's okay. We're all going through that. We're all learning. So let's talk about it and let's find a solution. Um, and if your child is starting to have changes in their, you know, the usual SOP, if your child is starting to have changes in their behavior, in their temperament, in their mood, that's an indication that they're really struggling. And that's when you kind of need to address it. But, Let this it's okay because we're all trying to cope and everything mm. is that for a short term thing what if this mm. COVID thing is like longer for a few mm, years mm, do mm, we mm. do we just say it's okay we're not learning as much and everything because at mm. some point mm. uh No, what industries are going to suffer? This might be it. Yeah, exactly. The so, gaps yeah. might get yeah. yawning. Exactly, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So that's the thing. Like you know, yes, we are saying acknowledge that it's okay, but then emphasize it's okay. We will find a solution, right? So we have to find a way to maximize your learning. So it's not so much just about. Acknowledging that it's a challenge and telling them that everything that it's okay that you don't get it, but also uh, ensuring that you're fo- putting that energy into finding a solution from that, right? So it might be that you require to de- you your need to dedicate a little bit extra time after classes to kind of go through things on paper. That might be something that would help, but have your child kind of get into the mode that okay, this part in my language this sucks. I can't really figure this out, and that's all right. But let's kind of figure out how we can improve that. So that's kind of the second half that I feel parents have to emphasize instead of going, "You have to get this. You just have to do it. Just accept it." So it's a bit, yeah.